What's up, everybody? This is Matthew Boussard. This is If Maddie Had a Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to my show. Today, I have a awesome guest, Obi Nwoke. He is one of my best friends that I've met in Providence. I think you guys are really going to like this episode. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Our YouTube page is If Maddie Had a Podcast. We have all the best moments from not only this episode with Obi, but season three, season two, and season one on there. And let's just get right into them. Here is Obi. We now welcome on my good friend Obi. Obi, thanks for coming on, my guy. Good to be here, man. Great thanks to fucking see you, guy. You look good. Yeah. <laughs> Obi is one of the nicest guys that I've met so far <laughs> in my time in Providence, and I love this guy. He's great. Having him on the podcast was a must. Of course, Obi, I got to start. How did you kind of make it to Providence? I'm from Maryland. You're from South Carolina. It's been a wild journey for the past couple of years for the both of us. How did you end up going from a place like South Carolina all the way to Providence, Rhode Island? How did that happen for you? I moved up here for work, to be honest. Um, so th the journey that started in South Carolina, um, you know, I went to school there, University of South Carolina in Columbia, um, studied there for uh, just over five years. I, I had a little bit more time because I uh, had some internships that I attended and uh, that pushed me back a little bit, but I got my degree uh, in bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering, and I started working uh, before I graduated actually for a company called uh, Schneider Electric in South Carolina, and I was doing a, a electromechanical design uh, using uh, 3D design software um, to uh, create just custom electromechanical parts uh, for industrial breaker systems, essentially. I love design. It's, it's a great field, and you know I, I definitely recommend people to go into it because it, it's fun, but it, it can be tedious at times. Yeah. And I was just kind of looking for a, a new street to go down and yeah. something that would kind of farther my career while you know also keeping my interest kind of just left myself open to uh, positions and uh, I eventually stumbled on the one that I'm, I'm currently in uh, so I applied I you know they flew me out for an interview um, to Rhode Island and uh, you know I'd never never been to Rhode Island I mean the only time I really ever heard about Rhode Island was probably this fake city of Quahog but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you family guy right but, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah moving out here was it was definitely a decision I had to make you know it's 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 900 miles or so away from anyone that I really knew but uh, you know they flew me down uh, I interviewed I explored the place a little bit and I, I thought you know this is something I could do 900 miles uh, yep, uh, just about, and I drove. If you were to put yourself in Vanessa Carlton's shoes, you know, she had that song, I'd Walk a Thousand Miles. Yeah, yeah. right, right. You know I'd walk a thousand miles. So if, she, so if you exchange shoes with her, you would go from your hometown roughly to Providence, Rhode Island. Is that right? Essentially, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> I'll choose the car every time. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I drove from Providence to uh, Maryland for Thanksgiving. I'll never do that again. Oh, and really? that's like, not even, that's like <laughs> yeah. a half your drive. It's uh, it's about, a, a depending on traffic, anywhere from 12 and a half to 14 hour drive. Oh, so. that's terrible, <laughs> yeah. I did hit traffic, but that wasn't the worst part. The worst part was that I got to Connecticut, mm -hmm. which is, you know, an hour or two away from Providence, and 
I got a speeding ticket going 81. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like in like a 10-hour drive. I'm on my last hour or two, uh-huh. and I get caught speeding going 81. Now, this story is crazy. I contest the ticket because I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to pay $300 for oh, going 81, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I go 81 almost every day, right? I'm, I'm a left lane driver. I don't know if you're the same, but uh, that's just kind of what I did. I'm right I, there with Yeah, you. exactly, right. <laughs> yeah, so, so I wake up. Uh, I go to contest this, but the thing about the ticket, you have to go to the town that you got the ticket in. So I have right. to drive about an hour, hour and a half to this town right outside of Hartford, Connecticut. Park my car in this parking lot, like this um, this grocery store lot, because the courthouse parking garage is under construction. Okay. So I just park my car there. Don't pay attention to the signs that say, like, the violators will be towed or whatever. So (laughs) I end up going into the courtroom. The judge is wicked nice. Just a super nice guy. One of these older Italian guys. Kind of like the... um, the Caught in Providence judge. Have you seen that TV show? I haven't, but I've heard. I've yeah, heard. yeah. Just an old Italian guy who just lets people off left and right. Okay. Um, you don't even need a sob story. He just <laughs> lets him. He just lets you off. So he's letting everyone off. I go up, and he says, "All right, well, you know what, Matt? You're from Rhode Island. You're out of state. I got to make you pay something. So I got to make you pay like seventy bucks. So I'm like, all right, fine. With the court fees, it ends up being like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So I go out back to my car. My car's not there. Right. So I have to take a taxi because at this point there wasn't any Uber. Oh. Like Uber Uber was okay. Uber was a thing, but it's not like a thing now. Like right. in twenty twenty one you need to get someplace and you can't you don't have a ride, you call an Uber. Right. But back then taxis were still, I guess, in business. So I called a taxi, that ran me like thirty bucks. I had to pay to get my car out of the impound <sighs> lot. So all of a sudden I'm like I'm pushing like three hundred dollars at this point. Mm-hmm. And the ticket was like $300. So long story short, I literally spent as much trying to get out of the ticket as the fucking <laughs> ticket itself, dude. It, it I oh, just, I from that, uh, from that moment on, dude, I will never drive home again. <laughs> I just, I can't do it. I had a similar story when I was driving back up here from South Carolina one time. Um, I think I was in Delaware, left lane driver, just like yep, you. So I'm cruising, just like yep. cruising through. Next thing I know, I think I'm on the phone with my mom actually. And, Next thing I know, I see lights behind no, me. No, like, man. I'm like, yo, mom, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to go real quick. <laughs> like, let yeah, me yeah. call you back. Um, so, you know, I get over. He gets over. I'm like, okay, it's me. He, he's on me. So, like, I stop. He comes over, and he's like, do you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, officer, uh, I, I honestly. You got to play dumb. I, I don't know. I, yeah, and to be honest. I didn't know why he pulled me over, unless I was, you know, he caught me speeding a little bit. I thought like he might have got you for talking to your mom. You know, <laughs> how they have the no <laughs> no phone rule or something. All right, that that's a totally, just a side tangent here. I will never get one of those little plugs that you put on your windshield to hold your phone. I oh, think that that's the dumbest the thing ever. No, no. no. I'm always, I got my GPS down low. Like, you know, I keep it low. Like, I keep it below chest level in the I car, you. you know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm never going to do those car mounts. That's just I not me. And I, I know that you. that's illegal or whatever. I'm just not that kind of guy. No. I'll never do the car mounts. I feel, no. I feel. Yeah. yeah, the ones, like, I've seen people that do mount it actually, like, up on the windshield. Like, I have a mount on my dash. Even though I have that, honestly, I still sometimes am just holding the. Yeah, you know, right? Holding the yeah. I'm just like, you know, let me just do <laughs> this like it works better. i'm so bad like i'll never i like i try not to text or, or like i mean if the call comes in it'll go through bluetooth and stuff but like right. like changing the song on spotify or like just looking at the map 
like where I'm going. Like I'm always glancing down. Like yeah. I never do the mount. I don't know if I think like it's just geeky or weird. I, I'm just not I, not a mount guy. It just depends. That's you know, it's not for everyone. I would yeah, say. Yeah, right. And even you know, I have one and I even don't use it sometimes. So. Right. <laughs> but uh, apparently that state is one of the states where, unless you are passing someone, you need to be in the right lane i didn't realize that because you know coming from south carolina you could drive you is that know, true speed. though was it the end of the month because you know how cops have the quota and all that might want to fill those quota yeah that's that's, that's definitely that a sounds like a bullshit ticket i i was literally like i didn't know that was a thing like i right like, i didn't know that there were you know there's no cars on the road why can't yeah, I, I mean surely he, surely he must have <laughs> let you off though right he let me off yeah he was like oh, all right just you know warning yeah. but just next time i don't know if i've ever gotten let off that's really, the only time i've ever gotten let off yeah i can't remember if i've ever i mean i've gotten some like some pretty tough ones like 90 plus uh -huh. speeding and they've all been for speeding like no duis no bullshit no mm -hmm. no fucking like, yeah nothing like that's next level it's all just oh, yeah. speeding mm -hmm. and like parking violations right. but uh but nah dude they never let you off they don't. i don't know i mean maybe it's it's just because we're guys. You think it's just because we're guys? I don't know. You maybe know, a, maybe being female helps in that situation. It probably. I only <laughs> really know females, honestly, that have gotten off, and like, I you know I don't know what it is. I know you like to explore. You like to travel. You right. like the road trips. Road trip, I yeah. don't know if I'm that type of person. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely me. Like in, in the past, you know, in June alone, I went to see. I went to California. Um, Mission Viejo. I was I was house and dog sitting for my sister. From there, I went to uh, West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, uh, for my girlfriend's sister's uh, high school graduation. Okay. Um, after that, I went to upstate New York, yeah, like Ithaca. Uh, went around like the Finger Lakes area. Very nice. Like I'm definitely I'm uh, outdoorsy person. You know, I love the mountains. So um, that was actually a birthday trip. I guess that was all in June, but that just goes to show, you know, I love traveling. I love, I love like getting out, just going new places, um, exploring. I'm all right with camping. You must love camping. I, I, yeah, I like camping. I, I yeah, yeah. You camping. see, you I was see, a boy like you, yeah, yeah. I was, like, like, I was a boy scout kid. too, hey, okay. and and you know, thank, <laughs> hey, we missed we missed the uh, the troublesome leaders with the little kids, right, and we right. missed that era. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there were some useful things that like tying knots, yeah, and like things like that, like. I wish I knew that today. Mm -hmm. Tying up a boat. Right. I'll never know. I never know how to do that. Mm -hmm. I'll have to learn that one day. Right. But that's some shit that six-year-olds know that I don't, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> For real, though. Like, definitely. And th yeah. there, there were some lessons that I definitely kept, like, going forward. Probably the biggest one is just always being prepared. And, like, with my troop and my pack, like, they drilled that into us. Just, like, always no matter prepared. what, always be just aware and prepared, like, for it anything that could happen like just analyze you know situations and think like okay how i'm gonna make sure this goes exactly how it should go. <laughs> sleep with one eye open <laughs> right right <laughs> i like the outdoors and i've liked camping in the past mm -hmm. i'm the type of guy that like i need lighter fluid if i'm gonna make a fire <laughs> You know, you like cheat. I cheat. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, cheat. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you can probably do the flint and the, uh, the. I only did that when I was in the Boy Scouts. See, camping, they taught you well. You now, were in a good. You were in a good pack. Hey, like now, I'm. I'm just gonna take some lighter fluid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But you can do like other camping stuff. Like you can um you can chop wood. Yeah. And, like, can you catch your own food? You think uh, you like could do that? Like fishing or or um. Yeah, but so you could you could fish and you could uh you could catch a fish, but could you like skin it and debone it all that stuff? No. You can I can't that. say that I would. I, I will say that given the situation and given, I would have the willingness to learn and I would I would get it done. But right now, no, I have no idea how to do that. No, I can't <laughs> do that either. Yeah. yeah, I've seen I've seen some guys fillet like on YouTube and shit like that. I've seen mm-hmm. people fillet fish quickly. Really? Like some guys will hang around the dock and make some decent money filleting. Yeah. Oh, they're just like the people that come back with their catch. Exactly. Like, hey, yep. Yeah. Can you flavor true. this up for me? Yeah, I'll eat this later. And uh, yeah, those guys are nice with it. But nah, can't do my own fire. Can't catch my own food. Honestly, dude, I don't know if I could really be of any use. I mean, <laughs> I might have some good campfire stories, but aside from hey, that, I hey, can't do but those anything. Those go a long way, man. When you're around the campfire, <laughs> you know, everybody's just you need chilling. me to exactly. You need me to make you a s'more. Sure. You need me to tell you a nice story. Fine. Don't count on me for the fire. Don't count on me for catching the food. Mm-hmm. Don't count on me for setting up. Th- do not count on me for setting up the tent. I cannot <laughs> do that, bro. I know you can because you're smart. I, I you're an engineer. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that? Come no, on. No, no, I can't. I yeah, can't. you can't. I, I've yeah, set yeah, up yeah. so many, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, our, my, my mom would, like, take us uh, on the camping trips, like, with the, with the pack. Like, with yeah, the, yeah. Uh, with, for Boy Scouts. And she wouldn't help us. She, she would be like, you guys pitch the tent because you need to learn how to pitch the tent. And so, <laughs> you know, she, she, we learned. But wh- what I'm going to say is when you think about camping, you know, what do you think about? You know, you think about campfire, sitting around, some s'mores. So I would say you've got it. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I, I've, I've liked it for sure. I, uh, I don't go camping as much as I should. Like, it's been a couple years since I last went. Um, it's been probably a couple of years since i went exploring like mm. to any trails or any mountains and that's sad because i went to school in new hampshire mm-hmm. and new hampshire is famous for the white mountains right. and i've been to the white mountains a handful of times it's just i haven't gone in a while i got you i wouldn't say i'm a homebody i'm just not an outdoorsy kind of guy i guess okay um but it is kind of romantic. Like it's a nice date idea. It is. Yeah. It is. And yeah. Spe- like, <laughs> I I actually went recently up to New Hampshire uh, yeah. to go hiking, and we tried to go the more treacherous kind of path. You were showing bit, off just yeah, a little yeah, yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So another couple was passing us as uh, as we were going up, and you know I was helping you know my girlfriend up, and then <laughs> the, the the lady like turned around, and she was like. Come on, Mark. Like, don't you see that? Like, like, why can't you do that? But we were all just, like, dying laughing. <laughs> and he was like, way to make me look bad, man. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's wholesome. That's a good time. <laughs> that, is, that is wholesome. Any wild animal encounters, anything like that? In terms of dangerous wild, an- wild animals, no. But uh, coming from South Carolina, you know, the neighborhood that I lived in, it was one where, you know, one day... You might look out in your yard in the morning and see a bunch of deer just in your yard, like licking a salt lake, something yeah. like that. We would have like sugar lakes and like stuff like that around. And then you might be walking home at 1 a.m. and see a coyote running through. And yeah. You're just like, okay, all yeah. right, let me stay away from that. Um, so, in terms of that, one time I did stumble upon a coyote like in the neighborhood and Ooh. we just you, you saw the eyes first because yeah. their eyes glow mm-hmm. yeah yep mm-hmm. yep and yeah. we just 
book it back. Yeah. We're like, nope. No, <laughs> wild animal encounters can be kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. Something that happened to me recently, like a couple of weeks ago. So I parked my car, walking past the dumpster, I saw the eyes, right? So it was a black figure with a white stripe going from its tail to its head. I knew right away what it fucking was. It was a fucking skunk. Oh. <laughs> but I saw the eyes first underneath yes. the dumpster. And, you know, the poor skunk is probably just trying to get a, some scraps, just, you know, trying to get a, li- oh, yeah. trying to get a little skunk dinner things. in. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> but me, wrong place, wrong time. Right. So I'm trying to get to my apartment. I try to go down the act natural route. Right. So I'm walking. Sl- I'm walking, but I'm walking slower than usual. And then the thing goes up a little bit. Not thread because it didn't spray, but definitely like high alert, right? Like kind of, kind of like you being a boy, you know, keeping one eye open, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So at that point, it became whoever makes the first move loses, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's just a lose lose anyway because <laughs> that thing can spray fucking shit that's oh, gonna make me yeah. stink and for I months, think and have, I can't. They have yeah. some range yeah. too. I'm pretty sure yeah. on that. So I just, I think I froze for maybe two minutes, two or three minutes, and then it ended up scurrying away. But that was that was definitely an encounter where I might have checked my shorts after that one. I, I understand. Little... I <laughs> coming from Ohio, there were skunks around a lot, and at one point I actually got sprayed by a skunk. No, yeah, and I had to throw oh. away the clothes because I just was like, I can't. Hope literally. you weren't wearing any design or anything no, drippy. No, no, yeah, this is me back <laughs> fourth, third, fourth grade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but up here in Providence, I've seen a lot of skunks, honestly. Yeah. Um, and you know, in South Carolina, I didn't see any. I walk down like a more like alley kind of street, and I see like three skunks just like walking in some direction. So you know, I'm just like, all right, that's I'm not going that way. It's it's <laughs> weird, like New England being relatively cold. Like you wouldn't think about it, but like New England now has a pretty bad shark problem too. And obviously, it's the summertime where everyone goes to the beach and. Sharks are a hot topic. You think that you'd go swimming on Cape Cod? I would say yes. Uh, you would go. You go in the water. I would go in the water. I'd be cautious. You know. I, you know. I'd, I. I'd definitely find out about. You know. The potential dangers. Everything of that sort. But you know. I'm. A risk taker in that sense because you know I'm, I'm the type is, of person that yeah. I jump out of an airplane and and go skydiving. You would go skydiving. I, I went skydiving. It was the first thing I did when I moved to Rhode Island. Actually, what? <laughs> Where'd you do that? Uh, so up in Lincoln, I just saw it. It was near where I work, and I was like, I've always wanted to go skydiving. Jeez. <laughs> Any fear at all, though? Were you oh, worried yeah. at least a little bit? Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't have the fear. Until I was up in the air, and they opened the door while I was sta- sitting next to and it. And you looked down. And you I can't looked, look and down. I was like, no, you can't look down. I, in my head, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Do, do you really want to do this? Or, no, no, <laughs> and I, I, I was like, it's too late. I got to do it now. <laughs> and so, you know, I, it was tandem, of course. So, they, you know, I was strapped right. to someone. And... They, you know, swing me out of the door. So, yeah. like, they're sitting, and I'm here flailing, like, yeah. you know, as we're going through this plane, and I'm just like, and he's, you know, they have you put your arms yeah. together, and then they're just like, all right, you ready? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then he just jumps. Dude, that's the thing, dude. Like, it's the same thing with bungee jumping. If I you're not ready, love. they'll push you anyways. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would love to go bungee jumping. Dude, like, that was, that's crazy. See, I'm not afraid of a lot, 
I'm afraid of heights. That I can say. I'm a, I'm definitely I'm definitely afraid of heights. If I were to um, if I were to go and check out any skyscraper and like go on some observation decks, I would be a little nervous. Mm-hmm. I mean that glass is so reinforced; it's probably bulletproof. Like it, it's mm-hmm. you're not falling through. It's just in my I'm gonna be my own worst enemy in my head and right. and get a little freaked out. Yeah. I understand <laughs> that. I mean it's I mean you're right too because you know. It, it, that's all into like structural engineering, just Dude, like the, what happened in Miami. Yep, yep right. Yeah, like, that's and they, they knew that place had problems. What happened? Was it just more of just a shitty blueprint, or was it more of like uh, the sea levels were rising or in like the? So I don't exactly know, but I, I I know that like I guess over the past couple years, they've had some issues with the structural integrity of the building. The reason why I asked about the sea levels and shit. The moon did a little jiggle. You see that? Recently? Yeah. So, I guess... <laughs> jiggle is probably not the right word. But <laughs> I'm it, just but, picturing but, the, yeah. the moon in the sky. Yeah. Just sort of <laughs> yeah. The moon, I guess, can affect sea level. Okay. I, I don't know yeah. how that works or whatever. They are related. Uh, yeah. You know, and I don't know, you know the science behind right. all of that. I don't but. either, yeah. <laughs> but NASA came out and they said... Because of that jiggle or that movement, I gotta stop saying jiggle. That's <laughs> no, not the right man, word. That's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a increase in flooding soon, and obviously places like Miami on the coast and in other places like that are probably gonna be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. I don't know if it's really that big of a deal if you live like in a place like I mean Rhode Island is the ocean state, but I think we're fine mm-hmm. in Providence. But like, I don't know if I'd want a place on the fucking cape or someplace like that like <laughs> just imagine that imagine losing your entire vacation home because the moon jiggled a little bit i know could you imagine <laughs> if, if there was another one and it affected uh like venice more oh yeah you know, venice is already like i think recently it's 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 slowed down a lot but i know like when it was like a uh, an issue like yeah. yeah like Venice is sinking like dude <laughs> dude it's gonna be Atlantis in a couple of years yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great place honestly yeah. I I went there right when the pandemic was hitting yeah um right when Italy got shut down I left yeah. I think maybe four days prior to Italy getting shut down Jesus and Christ. yeah I was over in Venice it was, it was a great time so. Honestly, it would be Atlantis because yeah. I would slim down. I would swim down to see that place. Yeah, yeah. I would, too. <laughs> I would, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine how much money is on the ocean floor? True. Honestly. Yeah. And, like, what other things are down there, honestly? Yeah. It's not just the fucking ruby from Titanic. Like, you got mm-hmm. millions and millions of dollars or billions of dollars from these pirates. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. I'd love to get my hands on those. Hey, I mean... I'd- there was the what is it the the deepest point right now what is it like the the Mariana Trench yeah the, the yeah trench, the trench yeah like that. Mariana um, Trench something like that so yeah. it, you're on the right track mm-hmm. yeah 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 I've and heard of that there was someone I think it was James Cameron right he was he was working with um, some group to to create like a, a vessel that can go down deeper than we've ever gone before my ears popped in the deep end of my community pool growing up you know what i mean like just diving like uh-huh. 10 12 feet down like yeah. my ears would feel like shit yeah now could you imagine like 100 100 yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, which is not even that much. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if I, I'm not claustrophobic, but I don't know if I'd want to be on a sub going to the ocean floor with, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, James Cameron could be the greatest guy on earth. <laughs> Super funny, great guy, mm-hmm. have a blast with him. I don't know if I want to be on a sub with you for hours and hours and hours yeah. while every everything around you is just pitch black right. because it's the mm-hmm. fucking ocean. <laughs> and, you, and you, you know, it's not like you have <laughs> the one window you have is you know I yeah. don't know if they're still set up like this, but the you know the yeah. little thing that's going up and you see the <laughs> little <Yeah>. lookout. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like some reason more advanced than that yeah, now, yeah, but yeah. like that's just what I'm picturing. And you're just looking out and there's just nothing. Right, right. At, right. at one point, there's blue. But then it just turns dark. It just, it just gets dark quick, yeah. Have you seen some of the fish that are, like, down, like, in the deepest parts that we've gone to? Like, there's some scary motherfuckers, man. There like, are some scary-ass fish. The fish with the, uh, the like, the almost light bulb in front of their eyes, that's actually a real fish. Right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, you wouldn't think it is, yeah. but it fucking is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know the size that. of those, but if I saw that thing swimming towards me, I, I freaked the yeah, fuck yeah. out. <laughs> and like everything is slower underwater, so mm-hmm. like, oh my god, oh that creeps me out. Jesus Christ, that thing probably has like um, spikes for teeth too. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it does. Like from what Jeez. I've seen, it it doesn't look it doesn't look friendly at all. Oh my god, I do like fish a lot though. I do want to have a fish tank either in my mm-hmm. office one day or my home. That would be nice. And I want to try to go the exotic route. So it's pretty entertaining to look at, but yeah. not too exotic where the alpha just eats everything. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like mm-hmm. the aesthetic from it, like you can make a room look completely different by just throwing in a couple of fish tanks. Yeah, or like a long one, like bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that's <laughs> a cool touch. Wrong with my guy Obi. Wrapping this up. Obi, hey. thank you again for coming on. You hey. know I love you, my guy. I appreciate I you for you coming too, over. Man. I appreciate it. This has been this has been great. Yeah, no, nah, great, great time, man. A great episode. How would you describe yourself in high school? You were one of the more musically inclined kids. Like you, you like to make beats and like. Were you a part of the band or? I was a part of the band yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. I played. So I played a couple different instruments. I, I, I did a little bit of tuba, but what I'm an expert in is from the third grade up until, I guess, ninth grade, I played the flute. And I for a while, I was first chair like in the band like That's you know, for sick. the flute section. And What is it like, first chair? Like So you all walk into the room at once, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're all walking into the room. What is it like knowing that you're at the front? Well, for me... Um, I guess I was pretty humble about it, and at one point I got overtaken by someone, and I became no. the second chair. And I, you know, I was That's just like, feeling. I'm just happy yeah. to just be here, sitting here. Like I, oh, so know. it didn't affect you then? No, it really didn't. How affect many me. chairs I, are there in band? Um, it depends. Uh, for mine, there were. Let's just there take probably flute. seven or eight flute really? players. Maybe seven flute players, I would Jeez, say. Jeez, fucking um, Christ! The eighth chair must suck ass. Well, you know, we're up. I would eighth say chair can't hit a note. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, they would have like. It, and it was, I don't know. It was a little sus how they did the auditions because it was just like we went into the room with our band teacher. Yeah, and yeah. Played yeah. a little jingle or something. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> and then the next person came and I'm like, all right, this is the order. And it's all just right. like, I mean, I feel like, you know, we should maybe have like a, a more in depth analysis of yeah. everyone instead of just like play this jingle for yeah. me and let me yeah, yeah. Right, with right, my right. ear. And, you know, you know, they're the, they're the band director, they're the instructor, but still. Yeah. <laughs> As a high school football player, 
I fucking loved my high school band. Mm-hmm. And if any anyone from my high school band listening to this fucking show, just know you are way more appreciated by me than anyone else. Because nobody appreciates a high school band. And it is bullshit. Because that band got me so hyped before games. You know what? All right, I'll say this. Love my high school band. Loved my high school drumline even more. The drumline kids were fucking Thanks awesome. They were sick. My hey, guy Obi, thank you again me, for man. coming on, my of guy. Of course, I love you, man. Oh, if you want to, but you know.